Hello, and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Stacey McCracken, and joining me is David Shednovic, Assistant Vice President for Grain. Today, we're going to focus on capital projects in 2022. Let's start with an overview of the investment in terms of dollars and work our way into specifics from there. Thanks, Stacey. Between 2018 and 2021, CN invested over $13 billion in its rail network, maintaining its North American leading position among Class 1 railways in terms of capital investment as a percentage of annual revenues. The investments include many major multi-year maintenance and capacity-enhancing projects that will improve network fluidity and resiliency. During the global pandemic, when many other companies were scaling back investments, CN did not, investing $5.8 billion between 2020 and 2021, with an eye to future growth in rail traffic as the Canadian economy grows. In 2022, CN's capital investment is expected to represent approximately 17% of revenues. As is normally the case, a significant portion of CN's investments will be dedicated to track maintenance to support safe and efficient operations. In the four western provinces, CN expects to replace 191 miles of rail, replace roughly 425,000 ties, and rebuild roughly 130 road crossing surfaces. CN's capital investment in the four western provinces is expected to be over $1.1 billion in 2022. And between 2018 and 2022, CN's capital investment in the region has been over $4.7 billion. We'll get to the update on the status of debottlenecking projects around the Port of Vancouver and Prince Rupert in a minute. But before we do that, can you describe some of the special net new capacity enhancing projects CN expects to have in service in 2022 in CN's western region? So CN is upgrading the rail infrastructure on the CN St. Brieux subdivision between Humboldt and Melfort, Saskatchewan to 286,000 pound gross weight restriction. That'll mean faster track speed, and that'll translate into more efficient use of operating crew resources in the busy Humboldt traffic hub. Simply put, the same crew base will be able to move more traffic. CN is also adding nine miles of double track east of Edmonton on the CN Wainwright subdivision to increase train capacity along the subdivision. To the west of Edmonton, 17 miles of double track on the CN Edson subdivision will increase subdivision train capacity. All trains destined to or originating from Vancouver and Prince Rupert must transit through this subdivision, which makes investment in the subdivision so key to future traffic volume growth. How about an update on projects out in BC? There are multiple new sidings in BC that are going to be in service this year. First, a new 12,000-foot siding south of Kamloops on the CN Ashcroft subdivision is now in service and will allow for more frequent passing trains and increased throughput. This siding is also in the directional running zone where CN and CP coordinate their activities and efficiently operate their single-track rail infrastructure as a section of double track to increase overall capacity in the Vancouver corridor. A new 12,000-foot siding between Smithers and Prince George on the CN Telqua subdivision will increase capacity between Edmonton and Prince Rupert. And two 12,000-foot sidings near Prince Rupert on the CN Skeena subdivision are in service, supporting current operations, supporting future Prince Rupert expansion, and providing optionality for broader port area resiliency. And how does CN make the decision to add a section of double track or a new siding? What does the process look like? CN expects significant growth in rail traffic volumes in its western region over the next decade. And long-term investment in rail infrastructure will be required to create capacity, especially in the Edmonton to Prince Rupert and Edmonton to Vancouver corridors. Our Chief Marketing Officer, Doug McDonald, will join us next time around to discuss longer-term investment in capacity creation. In the shorter term, as part of its ongoing network capacity assessments, 
New projects for 2023 and beyond are well into the planning phase. The CN Service Design Team works closely with CN's Capacity Planning Group to turn traffic volume forecasts into workload for individual sections of the rail network, which in turn drives the planning process with respect to the addition of new network infrastructure to support long-term growth. Okay, let's shift gears to the West Coast ports. CN has multi-year capital projects focused on removing bottlenecks and creating new capacity in the area around the Port of Vancouver and the Port of Prince Rupert. Can you give us an update on where the projects stand? Well, it's important to note that many of these projects are in conjunction with the Port Authorities and the Government of Canada through the National Trade Corridor Fund. So first, let's look at Vancouver, specifically the route leading to the north shore of Vancouver to a number of major grain terminals and other facilities. The Thornton Tunnel is over 11,000 feet long and previously required up to 20 minutes between trains to ensure proper ventilation of the tunnel. The CN Second Narrows Bridge is a single-track lift-span rail bridge linking the north shore and south shore of the Burrard Inlet. Marine traffic takes priority over rail traffic, and the bridge is open for over six hours per day to allow vessels to transit into and out of the Vancouver Inner Harbour. Improving the Thornton Tunnel ventilation system will cut down the interval between trains from 20 minutes to between 5 and 10 minutes, allowing trains to pass through the tunnel more frequently and better utilizing capacity when the CN Second Narrows Bridge is available for transit. This project's in service. Then there's a 19,000-foot staging track leading up to the Thornton Tunnel that increases capacity between the Thornton Tunnel and CN Thornton Yard for traffic to the North Shore. This project's also in service. CN can now stage trains close to the CN Second Narrows Bridge right by the tunnel instead of staging trains much further back at Thornton Yard, moving trains to the North Shore more quickly when the bridge is available for transit. What about the area further back from the Thornton Tunnel? Well, CN has expanded Thornton Yard by building a 12,000-foot bypass track along with 6,000 feet of yard track to improve yard fluidity and yard capacity. That's in service. Then there's the multi-year ongoing Glen Valley Double Track Project. This project will address a significant bottleneck, which is the last section of single-track infrastructure, 3.7 miles to be precise, in the 25-mile double-track rail corridor between the end of the CNCP directional running zone and CN Thornton Yard, which supports industry and port facilities in the Lower Mainland. The project will increase corridor capacity and make the network more resilient to disruptions by stabilizing grade slopes with a retaining wall. Okay, so that's the Port of Vancouver. Now how about Prince Rupert? The Zanardi Bridge Renewal Project is a key multi-year project on the go. CN will replace the current single-track bridge with a double-track bridge, increasing the maximum number of trains per day that can enter and depart the port of Prince Rupert. The capacity expansion will reduce operational conflicts and increase rail capacity to the port of Prince Rupert to accommodate future growth in import and export trade for all current and future terminals. Then there's the expansion of the road rail utility corridor. The original corridor was constructed in 2017, and its expansion will support access to any future terminals on Ridley Island and facilitate unit train access. Finally, there's the ongoing multi-year Fairview-Ridley Island connector project, including construction of a 5-kilometer road between Fairview Container Terminal and Ridley Island that will allow container trucks to move more efficiently and support future infrastructure growth. The route will reduce truck length of haul from 20 kilometers to just 5 kilometers, and truck traffic will no longer have to transit downtown Prince Rupert. The road will support current port operations and future terminal expansion and improve the resiliency of the broader port area. 
You may have heard recently that the first phase of the two-phase expansion of the Fairview Container Terminal has been completed, with this first phase expanding capacity by 250,000 containers per year. Prince Rupert is expected to be an increasingly important port for the shipment of containerized grain and processed grain products, and it all adds up over time. Thanks for your time, David. In our next podcast, CN's Chief Marketing Officer, Doug McDonald, will discuss CN's plans for long-term capital investment. Thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN.